So in the front yard of my house, there's this big pine tree. And I've uh, been noticing for a while how it probably needs to be trimmed up a bit. I mean, branches are going everywhere. And, uh, one of them's going across the center sidewalk and almost making it to the yard on the other side. Um, and um, so this week, it was maybe fortunate that on the day I was supposed to come up here, the, we had that nice wet snowstorm. And it was, it was pretty wet. And so uh, I said uh, to our moderator, Ginny, I think, I'll, I think I'll stay and work from home rather than driving up through this storm that's hitting. And then the next morning, um, I got up and I went out to shovel. And we have a sidewalk that goes from the front of our house around to the side where there's a basement entrance. And we actually had somebody staying down there. But I couldn't get around to the side of the house. Because somewhere way up high in that pine tree, a very big branch came crashing down. Not all the way from the trunk, but from somewhere out further. And it appears um, that as it came down, it took half of another big branch down. And this entire walkway was blocked. And I had to cut and saw and everything just to, just to be able to get around that walkway. And we still have sitting in our front yard uh, one of the really big branches that has to be cut down. And I could probably drag it to our backyard in about 20 minutes and then go rest the rest of the day, but I haven't done that yet. Um, so really preoccupied with this tree this week and I started as I was looking at this scripture reading I started to look back at the tree and I started to see us the church as this big pine tree and, and how it really represents so much of who we are and what happens and what the scripture is talking about um, you know uh, when what cause yeah, yes, in that moment it was the heavy wet snow that caused that one branch to come down, but the other, some others didn't come down. You know, why did that one come down? What had been happening to, the, to stress that branch or to lead it to that point? And I clearly wasn't paying attention to whatever might have been happening way up there. I could hardly see how high it was. Um, but you know, when it comes crashing down, just like when it happens to some of us in community, uh, it can do some damage, right? And it took another branch and lots with it. Um, and so you begin to see all the connections. And maybe one of the reasons why it came down is that it wasn't being cared for or it was being stressed by some other part of the tree. Um, it wasn't getting fed properly, maybe, uh, because it was being taken by other parts of the tree as it was growing. Um, who knows? See, it's just like in community. The whole thing, this whole tree is all connected. It's hard to analyze exactly what caused an incident to happen. But it's one tree. And it's all connected. It's the reality of what a tree like that is like. I've always loved the scripture passage from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Um, it, it leads into the famous chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, on love. 
But it's really the setup for the love chapter making any sense, really. Um, but I love this chapter because it sets out a vision for what we can be. But actually it's not a vision for what we can be. And that's the problem. We think it's a vision we can strive for. From God's point of view, it's the reality of who we already are. We may not be noticing it. We, just like I didn't notice what might have been happening in that whole tree and, and where attention may have been needed and how everything was really connected and how things were affecting each other. This is not a passage about a vision. This is a passage about who we are. The problem is we live in this world where all the messages lead us in different ways. It tells us that whatever branch we are on that tree, we're individuals, and I have my individual rights. And if somebody that's other branch is having trouble over here, well, I can take care of myself on my branch, they should take care of themselves on their branch. Right? You know? But that's not the reality of our creation. We are created, connected to one another, interdependent upon one another. We cannot be individually as our branch, all we can be. We cannot be that without all the other branches being what they are and who they are. And we can't be it if, if, if they don't recognize um, when we're suffering. We can't figure it out all by ourselves. You know? The biggest issue in this world is that all these connections that are the reality of our creation, so many of them have been broken. And we get the message that we're supposed to be individuals. It says it right in what Annie read. You know, we're the body of Christ, but we're individually members of it. It doesn't deny that. But as individual members of it, we're still in connection. That is our natural state. And as Annie mentioned, as we go through this worship, and we heard part of it already, um, from the bylaws uh, of our church, a strange thing to put into worship, because bylaws are supposed to be dry, but this is the least dry part of our bylaws, talking about our faith statement and our covenant thing that, you're, that we'll do a little bit later. Um, but uh, our bylaws call us in community to recognize the reality of our connection to one another and our dependency and our need for each other. And not just, I don't just need you. You need me. You know? Um, sometimes we think about coming to church and we say, ah, oh, you know, I'm not sure I get anything out of it today because I'm just, you know, too wiped out. But... What we're not thinking of when we say that is maybe somebody else needs our presence that day. Even if I get nothing out of it. Maybe somebody else needs me that day. As part of this natural connection, it goes, it flows many different directions, but we tend to think about it just from our little branch of the world that we live in. You know? So this natural state 
of our creation is connection in community. And we could have another whole sermon about how not we're just connected as human beings, but we're connected to everything in creation. How everything is interdependent upon each other. You know? Um, and uh, it, it was interesting, I was at a conference yesterday where this one bishop, literally, Episcopal bishop, who was a scientist before she came into ministry, was talking about how part of what happens in the body sometimes is part of the body attacks a part of the, another part of the body that it misinterprets as foreign, as not belonging there. And it eats its own, basically. You know? And isn't that what we do sometimes in human community when we don't recognize that the other is part of us? Part of our one community? So annual meeting Sunday is a time when we, we remember who we are as connected to one another. And a church at its best is not just a resource center for people to come and get spiritual nourishment. Hopefully it provides some of that. Nourishment, education, understanding, growth in your life, whatever. But if it just does that to each of us individually and doesn't do anything else, we're not a church. We're a resource center or we could be a series that we make DVDs out of or something like that. What makes us a church is living in the reality of this tree and of all of us with different branches on this tree coming from different branches, some that can't even see others on the other side, um, and recognizing and learning more about what is that connection that we have to each other is all about and learning to live more deeply into that connection. That's the reality of what Paul was talking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and it'll lead into chapter 13 because it is love that is the thing that, that fuses us together. It's the thing that it's, it's the energy force that binds all the individual members together into this one community. And it does it in a way that doesn't take away, take away our distinctiveness. But it honors it. It honors every part of it. That's what love is all about. So the question on the Samuel meeting Sunday is, are you willing to live in this reality? Are you willing to be the builders of community? Are you willing to participate in this connection? We are at a time in our culture and society where the biggest thing we need in this world is to live into our, the reality of our connection one to another. Because in so many places, so many forces are pulling it all apart. Right? And people are lonely. People are devastated. People are broken. The reality of living into our connection one to another is the, the greatest hope we could bring, not just to ourselves, but to our world in this chaotic time. So I invite you to enjoy on this annual meeting Sunday our connection one to another, our connection as followers of Jesus to this God of love, this God of connection, this God of interdependence, didn't pit us against each other, brought us all together. I invite you to live into and enjoy that connection. 
I invite you to take on the challenge and the opportunity to live more deeply in 2019 into that connection, hopefully here, but wherever you are. Honor that, see that in every person, whether it's the one crossing the southern border, or whether it's somebody sitting in a pew next to you. Honor that we're all part of that one love of God, that one body of Christ, that one beautiful creation. That's what we celebrate on this annual meeting Sunday.